Welcome to Starting Eternity, the podcast where we examine our developing relationship with God. I'm your host, Jonathan Goodwin, and over the course of these podcasts, I will share my personal thoughts and experiences, and we will talk to others about their growing relationships with God. In this episode, we look at the fear that comes from believing that we need to pay for our sins before we die. Let's get started. We have started this relationship with God. We have, as the title says, started eternity. It's wonderful. There are a few things, however, that can get us tripped up and cause torment in this relationship with God. It's not on God's part. It's on some ideas and thoughts that we have and hold true that I don't think are really real. I would like to address a couple of those beliefs on this podcast. Number one. I grew up with the belief that before I died, I would need to send all my sins on before me instead of them following after me. This was based on the scripture in 1 Timothy 5.24, where Paul said some men's sins are open beforehand, going before into judgment. Some men's sins follow after. This was interpreted to mean that if you get everything taken care of, send it all ahead under the blood of Jesus Christ, Then when you resurrect and get into the kingdom, then it would already have been taken care of. You didn't want anything following after you and in the kingdom, God have to kind of get on to you. Maybe not even be there because you didn't take care of it all. This idea is very tormenting to people. People are afraid of death and what comes next. We are not supposed to have any fear whatsoever. Paul was willing and ready to depart. For me to depart and be with Christ, he said, is gain. But it was more needful for him to stay and be with the people. Paul had a looking for and desiring of the return of Jesus Christ. A lot of Christians I know are petrified at the idea of Christ coming. What is he going to do to me when he gets here? Where am I going to end up? Where am I going to be? I had a great relationship with my father. My father was not without his faults, but I had a great relationship with him. I couldn't wait for him to come home. I loved my dad. As soon as I got home from school most days, the first thing I wanted to do was to call my dad on the phone. There was a desire in me to be with my dad, to talk to my dad. I think that desire and longing for each other should exist between me and God and you and God. So let's look at this thought. What did Paul really mean when he said some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment? and some men's follow after. If we look at what's going on in these verses, we see that Paul is helping Timothy, selecting some new people to appoint as the leadership of the church. Paul is giving Timothy some cautionary advice, and in today's terminology, Paul was telling Timothy to slow down, be prayerful, be careful about who we're going to pick to lead the church. Why is this? Well, because it's hard to judge people. In general, it's just hard. And I'm not talking about judging people as Jesus was referring to when he said, judge not that you be not judged. I'm talking about judging people's character, judging people's lifestyle. What do they like? How do they handle things? Some people cannot or don't even try to hide their faults. Others are really good at hiding and deceiving others. I know of people that get caught right away. 
but I also know of others that can get by with things for years on end. While it's easy to look at some people right away and tell that you don't want them to lead, others, while less visible on the surface, have issues that we know nothing about, and we definitely don't want them leading either. Paul is basically telling Timothy, hey, look, Timothy, we don't want to appoint someone that looks great now and then find out a year or two later they've got some huge issue that has to be dealt with, which would have prevented them from even being selected in the first place. If Paul was to write that verse today, I believe it would go something like this. Timothy, we can plainly see some people's mistakes right now. Others, we find out a bit later. This verse has nothing to do with the coming kingdom and the first resurrection and making sure that you take care of all your sins and repent of them and bring them out into the open before you die. I do agree that you should repent of all your sins. I am not saying that. And I'm not saying that in the coming kingdom, everything will be brought to light. I'm just saying this particular verse is not about that at all. Paul is talking about selecting leadership for the church. Another thing that I think torments people about dying or about loved ones dying, friends and family dying, is that we need to make sure that we pay for all of our sins before we die. To me, I have a real issue with this one. This flies in the face of everything that my loving father and his son, Jesus Christ, did for me on Calvary. The blood of Jesus Christ paid for it all, full stop, no more, period, end of story. To hold this belief that somehow you need to make sure you take care of or pay for all your sins or all your wrong throughout your life means that the blood of Jesus Christ is of none effect. What does it mean to you when you hear Christ paid it all? To me, that means Christ paid it all. Have you ever gone to a restaurant with a family member, a friend, a colleague, someone that you've known, and they paid for your meal unbeknownst to you? You go to pay for the meal, and the waiter says, I'm sorry, it's already been taken care of. You can continue to try to pay, but if that's an honest waiter, they're going to say, I'm sorry, it's already been taken care of. To me, that scenario shows what God is saying. Why are you continuing to try to pay for something you've done when I've already accepted the payment from Jesus Christ? And even this scenario is not correct. Because remember, our righteousness or my righteousness is as filthy rags to God. It's a non-acceptable payment. It would be like me going to a restaurant to pay for a meal and taking a white piece of paper, scribbling a dollar sign on it, followed by a denomination of 5, 10, 20, whatever I want to make on it, and try paying for my meal that way. It's a non-acceptable payment form. And when you or I try paying for anything that we've done in our life to God, it's a non-acceptable form of payment. As I said earlier, if Christ paid it all, then we need to rest in his atoning blood and not try to pay for it ourselves. Our sacrifice just doesn't cut it. Nothing I have to offer is acceptable to God. 
The day I accepted Jesus Christ, I was saved. I was saved, period. Now, this doesn't mean that I just continue in my sin. God forbid. It doesn't mean that I just sit around and do nothing. Again, God forbid. I need to grow. I started out as a babe in Christ. And as John said in his epistle, that we start as babes, we grow to young men, and then we grow into fatherhood. I need to grow from a babe to a young man to eventually a father. Paul admonishes us in his epistles to grow up into him who is the head of all things, which is Jesus Christ. As a person grows, they grow to be more like Christ. And the more they're like Christ, the less sinning they want to commit. I don't see us reaching a state of sinless perfection while still in a cursed body and a cursed environment. However, I do see us becoming more and more like Jesus Christ. Those that are really seeking to be like Christ, the more they understand him, the more they begin to emulate him. And that's what I'm trying to do. I have started eternity. I've started this journey. And this journey is, as Christ said in John 17, that this is eternal life, that they may know thee, the only true God, and his Son, Jesus Christ. The more that I know of him, the more I want to be like him. Remember, we are all on this journey of discovery. Rest in his atonement. Relax. Let joy, let peace enter your heart. Let us start looking for the day when you and I are going to be united with our Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. Remember, we're on this journey together, and we have started eternity. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that you enjoyed and were blessed. If you would like further information, please visit my website at startingeternity.com. Please subscribe for notifications of new podcasts. We will be releasing podcasts every Wednesday. And remember, this journey is eternal.